Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Podcast Manager Show. As I love to say, if this is your first episode, a special welcome and shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is not your first episode and you are coming back every single week, thank you. Thank you so much for being here and letting me know what you love about the show. I am really excited to dive into this topic of the growing opportunities in podcasting and why they're going to blow your mind. This is an episode that I've been wanting to record for a little while now, and I'm really excited that I'm, I'm sitting down to do that. But before I jump into that, I wanted to let you guys know about a special survey that I am conducting. So let me tell you the behind the scenes of, of how this came about. I was reading a book about being really clear on your business's purpose and your purpose as the owner of the business and what your current mission is and like all of that kind of business building stuff. I was reading this new book and it was hitting a little bit different each time, you know, you hear that type of thing, it hits different. And I realized, you know, I don't really have a current mission and I I set goals, but I really liked the idea of having like a very specific mission. And I thought, you know what I want my first mission to be is to help 500 freelancers create profitable podcast management businesses that they love and that gives them the time freedom that they want. So I was like, you know what, to start this off, I need to conduct a survey to see how many people have we helped. So that is what I'm doing. We put together a really short survey asking you, have we helped you with our free or paid resources? Have we helped you to create a podcast management business that's profitable, that you love, and that gives you the time freedom that you want? Because that's our mission in general. (laughs) So I would absolutely love, love, love if you could complete this for me. I'm excited to see how close we are to 500. We've got over 300 podcast management program students. We've got over 400 of you guys listening in every single episode, plus Instagram followers and such. So I I know that we're going to be close to this 500 number, but I'm dying to find out how close we are so that we can then push for more and more impact in this way. So what's in it for you? Don't worry. I'm not going to have you do this and just spend your time for me. If you complete this survey, then you will be entered to win one of three $100 Amazon gift cards. To complete the survey, just go to laurenwrighton.com forward slash survey and we'll make sure to link that in the show notes. The deadline for this is June 8th. So you've got a little while, but don't wait. Just do it now so you don't forget. And you'll be entered in to win a Amazon gift card. Again, thank you so much for being part of our mission. And maybe this is your first episode and you're thinking, well, that's why I'm here is I want to build a profitable podcast management business. I want to have a business that I love and I want to have the time freedom that I'm after. For me personally, that's working part-time hours. Like I work about 15 to 20 hours a week. But for you, that might be a 30-hour week or a 40-hour week. Like I 
wanted to be clear about the time freedom is what you want. Because really what I believe is if we have businesses that will make us money and that we enjoy doing, and we also have time to do other things in our lives, then the impact we can make on the world is incredible, right? When we're bogged down working at jobs that we don't love, working at jobs that are not making us any money, and that take up a ton of our time, then we can't really make the impact that we want on the world. And I don't, and I mean, you know, you're making an impact in your podcast management business, but I think there's more out there for all of us <laughs> outside of our work. So whatever it is that you also feel called to do, you're going to have time to do that with a business that allows for it. So that's what I'm super passionate about and what I would love to welcome you in on. And you filling out that survey for me would be super helpful. So Let's get into what we're going to talk about today, which is the opportunities in podcasting. So I just like to check in on the podcasting space to see what are the new opportunities. And so I'm, I'm checking on the, that on a pretty regular basis, but I'm also experiencing it through you guys telling me, hey, this is the type of job that I just landed or hearing about it in the podcast manager program or even experiencing it in you know my own business of what people are looking for and how things are kind of changing and molting and, and all of that good stuff. So I wanted to kind of talk about that in this episode. And one of the first things that led me to recording this specific episode is that I have been talking to a lot of you guys about working with networks or working with podcasts that just left a network. So that's going to be one of the main things I want to talk about in this episode is podcasting networks. And where does a podcast manager fall into a podcast network? Because from the outset, and if you don't know much about podcast networks, don't worry, I'll, I'll fill you in. But from the outset, it might feel like if your client were to hire a podcast network, they're not going to need you anymore. And what I'm learning is that's really not true. So we're going to dive into that. But first... If you've taken my masterclass, you know that in my masterclass, I have this scenario that I that I make you think through, <laughs> force you to think through, where it talks about like your favorite coffee shop is starting a podcast. And they're saying, hey, in three months, we're going to hire someone. And we would love to hire someone that's like kind of new to support them. And this is a hypothetical scenario. But it's basically thinking of, hey, if there was this dream person that was going to start a podcast and I wanted to work with them. I need to get my business up and running and I need to do it in a smart way so that I'm ready for when they're ready to hire me, right? And this is a scenario, but what I'm really, what I see when I look at all of these cool different job postings is that that's not an unlikely scenario by any stretch. And so what I would love to encourage you to do is to get ready for opportunities that are bigger than what you can even imagine right now. So one of the places that I go to to see like what are the different types of opportunities that are out there is podjobs.net. Now, podjobs.net is a section of podnews.net. And if you've been around here for a while, you know I'm a fan of podnews.net. And most of the time when I'm coaching you guys on how to become a profitable podcast manager, we're talking about working with new podcasters, we're talking about working with podcasters that have maybe a course or a membership or a paid product or are a X, Y, and Z coach. And it's kind of like an individual. They might have a team, but it's it's mainly an individual. 
And that's how, you know, 99% of you are building your businesses. But when you go over to podjobs.net, you see that there's a lot of other opportunities out there. And, you know, these are kind of more like full-time corporate-ish opportunities. So I'm not saying that they're like, oh my gosh, these would be like a dream position necessarily. But it really opens your eyes to the fact that the skills that you're learning are very tangible skills that you can use in the marketplace. And if you wanted to go full-time and work for a media company, you could because you have experience now as a podcast manager. You know, of course, the first thing you have to do is learn the skills and start working. (laughs) That's the thing. Got to do that first. But it opens your eyes beyond just the like online space and shows you that, hey, this media company is looking for a producer with two to three years of experience. And so if that were to be a dream job for me in the next couple of years, I need to get started now. Or maybe, maybe I would, maybe I want, who knows, let's get started now and see where this takes me. And let's be honest, if a company is looking for a, you know, podcast manager, a podcast content manager that has five years of experience, like, does that even exist right now in the podcasting space? It does. It does. By you getting started now, these opportunities that are going to be looking for people with experience in the next couple of years, you're going to be so much more set up for them than someone else who is not taking advantage of the incredible growth that's happening in the podcasting space. So if you want to feel inspired, if you want to kind of open your mind, check out some of the different opportunities that you might find on podjobs.net to see like, oh, wow, this is legit, right? This is not just like, a small little like no one's ever heard of it situation because that's what it feels like at times, right? Tell somebody you're a podcast manager and they're like, how in the world did that come about? <laughs> Especially if you don't have a you know, background in, in media or anything like that, like most of us do. Most of us don't have that background. So if you're like that, then people are like, this is coming from left field. And you're like, yes, it is. And I love it. But yeah, go open your eyes by looking at those and maybe set some long-term goals on what you want out of your business. And like I said, if you want to be your own boss, then maybe this isn't the route that you want to go. But I still think that it's really inspiring for myself. I don't plan on working for another person in that capacity. I don't, that's not, you know, a goal of mine, but it's still really cool to look at them. Okay, so podcast networks. Kind of think of it like a TV network where it's going to be this company that has independent shows, right? They're not all with, they don't have all the same hosts. They don't have all the same content. They usually have something in common. You know, the branding of the network, you'll see it throughout the shows. But one of the big points of joining a network from the podcaster's perspective is that they're probably going to do a lot of the production of the show. And then also they're going to do a lot of like the promotion. And by you being part of their network, you're going to have a level of notoriety, right? So like if when we think of it from like a TV perspective, if someone likes NBC, then they're going to be on NBC and see that there's all different shows that NBC has been producing, Same thing with a podcast network. Let's say you listen to one episode 
you listen to one show of a certain podcast network, they're probably going to have ads for other shows on their network in that podcast episode. So you're going to hear like, oh, if you like this show, you should go listen to this show. So it's a way to kind of connect like-minded shows. And that's really attractive for podcasters. So like I said, they're probably doing production. They're definitely doing promotion, especially cross-promotion. And they're also probably buying ads for the podcaster. And what I mean by that is that they are pitching companies to advertise on the show and they're taking a fairly large cut of the ad revenue for the podcaster, not for the podcaster, but because they're doing a majority of the work. So from a podcaster's perspective, it's like, hey, I just want to record and I don't want to worry about, you know, the production. I don't want to worry about how it's getting out to my listeners. And I don't want to worry about the ads anymore. Or maybe I want to make money. And this feels like the easiest way to get into ads is by joining this network who's then going to do all of the ad work for me. And yeah, I'm not going to get a huge cut, but I'm going to get a cut. So that's one of the reasons, that's kind of the mindset of a podcaster when they're joining a network. Plus, let's be honest, like if you join a network, it does give you like a level of notoriety of just like, oh, they're in a podcast network. I don't know. It just seems like it validates them. So there's also that. What I'm seeing is podcast networks are popping up. They're getting a lot more common. Um, I said earlier that they usually have a certain type of branding. So maybe they're like strong female voices, or it's a Christian podcast network, or one of my favorite podcast networks. I just love the name of it. It's Lemonada Media. It's like Lemonade, but it's Lemonada. And it's for women-ran podcasts that share an unfiltered version of the human experience. That right there is like, oh, that's really cool. I want to listen to those shows, right? So I'm seeing podcast networks pop up all over the place. And I was thinking, as you make assumptions and when you don't know (laughs) behind the scenes yet, I was thinking that, you know, if you join a podcast network, you're not going to need a podcast manager anymore. So the client is usually is therefore choosing between a network, this big kind of operation And a podcast manager who's really going to like love and serve their show. That's the way I was thinking of it. Until recently, when I've gotten a little bit more behind the scenes experience, I've talked to more of you guys about this. And I realized that networks, they have their business model. They do certain things. And they most likely do not do all the things that a podcast manager does. In fact, they might require the client, the podcaster, to deliver to them certain things that the client isn't used to doing. So like maybe they'll have like the client has to write the episode description or the client has to write their own show notes or and they're not used to doing that. And so they need someone to fill in the gaps and that's the podcast manager, right? Or just like someone on their team who is the podcast manager who is working with the network. That's what I'm starting to see. And so when you, maybe you hear about someone joining a network they might still need someone who really understands the needs of a podcast, but can fill in a more unique role with the client working with the network. So the network, I don't think is as focused on serving the client's needs. 
the network is focused on their profitable business structure, right? Duh. We should also be (laughs) focused on that as well. But they're focused on that and growing. I mean, they want to most likely grow a large network. They want to bring in a bunch of different shows. And so they're not as focused on like, hey, how can we help this one show be the best? It's like they're they're creating a system that they can put many podcasts through. I'm not saying that's bad, just saying that the podcaster still might need help from people like you and I in filling in the gaps of what the network is not doing. I think more interestingly, though, I'm seeing a lot of podcasts leave networks. It's like they think the network is going to be everything. The network's going to, like I said, make them a lot of money because they're going to buy ads. The network is going to give them a lot of promotion and notoriety. And I mean, I hope for podcasters that's the case, right? But it's not always the case and it's not always a good fit. And sometimes there isn't enough human to human contact happening. Like the network is too focused on creating a system and not delivering a great product per se. And so maybe you would see this in like the ads that are showing up on the podcaster show don't make sense with the client's topics. Like let's say that the client's topic, the podcast is about holistic health and womanhood and like think of those those kinds of, of things, right? And then there's like this really like out there ad on, I don't know, like Pepsi. And it's like, okay, well, these like natural mothers probably don't drink Pepsi. So that's off, right? Like you need like a Whole Foods ad, (laughs) not like a Pepsi ad. So you might see like some of that happening when the network is just like not nailing it, you know? And so what I'm seeing is podcast leaving networks because maybe they're seeing, hey, okay, I I see the good that the network is doing, but I want to bring it back in-house and I can do this with someone on my team and we can keep 100% of the profit. We're not paying the network a large amount of money anymore because of our success. Because ultimately, this this is what's so interesting. Ultimately, hear me when I say this. Ultimately, The success of the podcast is about its connection to the listeners and its connection to the listeners is through the content. So the network may help the podcast with its content, maybe, maybe not, just as podcast managers may help the client with their content, maybe not. But the success of the show always boils down to the content and how it connects with listeners. So a podcaster might make that connection of, hey, this really comes down to me. And so I'm the one with like the secret sauce. And they are right. The podcaster is the voice. They're the ones with the secret sauce. They need help. But when they can, they can also see, hey, I'm going to leave the network and become independent again, and be able to do this in kind of have a little bit more creative control again. Now, I just saw this happen with one of the podcasts that I've been following for a little while. I'm like almost embarrassed to say that I listened to the show, but I'm going to out myself by saying, okay, it was, it's just so like, bro, it's so, this is the best way for me to explain it, but you've got to go listen to it because it's really like kind of addicting. They just have such great delivery. So they used to be called Robin Hood Snacks and 
it is a podcast about the financial market, like Robinhood, the app that you can use to buy stocks. They have a, had a podcast called Robinhood Snacks. And what happened, this guy's story, these guys' story is really interesting. So these two college roommates, they weren't in college when they started the show, but they started this newsletter and podcast called like Snacks or something like that, like Market Snacks, I think was the first version. Then they sold it to Robinhood, which is like a big app and like awesome go them. They sold it like five years ago. So then they were like under the, they were purchased by Robinhood, but it was these two hosts. Well, they have decided to take it independent. So they're not owned by Robinhood anymore, but Robinhood is their main sponsor. So I'm like, okay, these guys are really killing it. I think it's been very, it's very, very smart and pretty cool what they have done. So it can be done by by others, right? Uh, but their new podcast, they've now that they're not Robin Hood anymore, it's now called T Boy. Um, it stands for the best one yet. So go check it out, just because I want you to hear it. You might be like, oh my gosh, this is like so bro talk, but. It's, I don't know, you'll just have to tell me what you think about it. Because the first couple times I listened to it, I was like, this is like a nauseating, but I still listen to it. So <laughs> why? But I like it now. Anyway, let me know what you think about it. But if you're just interested in seeing their like their journey from like independent to network, well, it wasn't really a podcast network. It was a company, but same kind of thing. And then back to being independent, I'm like, wow. This is really a trend that I'm seeing. And so to bring it back to like, how is this affecting us or how can we play a role in this is to say that podcasters, they need help. Duh. That's like the, they 100% need help, especially by people that are invested in the industry. And so by us podcast managers being so specific to the podcast industry, we're like a goldmine to them. And our role could change based on where the show goes, especially with a really successful show. But I think in a lot of cases, a podcast manager is needed. And so how awesome is that? How awesome is that fact? So I want that fact to blow your mind. I want all the opportunities that I'm seeing on podjobs.net to blow your mind but then I want you to to take it back down to your life and your business that you're trying to create and see, oh my gosh, in a year or two from now, if I'm just getting started, in a year or two from now, very possibly have a business that I'm blown away by. All I have to do is just take that first step. And so for that first step, maybe that's listening to another podcast episode or getting a seat in my masterclass, or joining us inside of the podcast manager program. Or maybe that's getting your portfolio created and putting yourself out there for testimonial jobs. Maybe that's recommitting yourself to finding clients even whenever it's hard or whatever it may be. Just committing to that next step so you can just keep taking steps forward and build the business because that's what it takes is just steps just steps. Because when you get one thing done, the next thing is there ready for you. And before you know it, you've really made some incredible ground. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. Head over to my Instagram. I want to know, have you worked with any networks? Do you listen to a lot of shows on one network? Like what's your 
thought on podcasting networks. And I really would love to know, do you have plans or goals to create your own network? Because I have not had the privilege to know anyone that started a network, but I know it's in my future that I'm going to know one of you that's going to start an incredible network. And I want to know if it's one of your goals. So let me know over on Instagram and I will talk to you in our next episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.